Welcome to Top 5, a show where we pluck, we peel, we stamp, we smash, we chomp, and we devour a lot of good stuff. This is Top 5. This week on Top 5, oh, we're reaching. We are. Top 5 favorite fruits. We've done top five favorite foods before. We've done top five uh, favorite pizza toppings. We've done top five taco fillings. Top now it's cookies. time to, uh, yeah, we've done top five uh, cookies, and we had 19 great selections out of that one. <laughs> uh, and now we get to. I don't know what a cookie is. <laughs> oh, it is gone. Zach wins the internet this week. My, oh, Mr. Wolf. <laughs> My favorite cookie is a 1997 Chevrolet Corsica. <laughs> The most wonderful, kindest car in the whole world. I will pick Zach up and hit Rodrigo with him. <laughs> hey, look, that would be so cool. We could film it. And, and you'll both on be YouTube. unconscious and there will be no weapon. And the police will be like, oh, my God, what's this? <laughs> it's like a uh, this week, accident. top five favorite fruits. Sure. Top five <laughs> favorite fruits. It is that time of the year where we need to think about, well, we should be thinking about eating healthy all year round, but mm-hmm. our biology says during the wintertime in the fall, we're supposed to bulk up so we can make it through the uh, winter months. But now that it's the uh, fruit is, is ripening on the vine and on the tree, it's time to pick and eat our top five favorite fruits. I also have oh, I may, literal fruits. Yes. And I'm not talking, you know, uh, uh, Charles you know, Nelson Riley is off the list. <laughs> yes. Oh, as is our, as I are your fruit gusher snacks. Okay, are those off the list? Are, those are also not joke. fruits. I'm going to need to do my entire list again. Yeah, I'm, all all they had was fruit just fruit-based products, <laughs> fruit, fruit roll-ups, roll gushers, just, Jolly just Ranchers, Starburst. Fruit on the name, <laughs> so it's like fruit roll-ups, <laughs> Fruit of the Loom <laughs> t-shirts. <laughs> fruit uh, uh, we're all going down. My, my list is pretty plain. I'll, I'll give you guys a heads up on that. I, although I appreciate a lot of... It is, but you know, it, this one's a little bit more plain because I just I like a lot of the basic fruits. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I remember, and, and growing up... Um, and this is going to probably elicit a comment from Matthew. We had an orchard at our house, uh, but we also had a huge garden uh, out in the back that that we would work every every spring and every summer. And one and we had a huge, and I'm saying it's probably fifty, sixty plants, strawberry plants that we would keep, and the we would have the same plants. I remember growing up, we had the same strawberry plants alive for. Six or seven years in a row, because what we do in the wintertime is take hay, mm-hmm. cover them up to keep them warm during the wintertime, and then in the spring, take the hay off, and they perk right back up, and you've got strawberries. And I just remember picking strawberries all summertime when they were ready. Well, First strawberries that would come out. Well, and strawberries are pretty resistant to cold anyway. Yeah. yeah. The fact that you can grow them here at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we grow them. I mean, we, here at home now, mm-hmm. we keep them in the garage during the winter. Wow. And they keep growing. We just yeah. have a grow light on, and they keep going. So, get strawberries, and uh, and is just just wonderful. When I lived in California, um, I lived in Orange County. We'll talk about Orange County a little bit later. But one of the things that was near my house before they they tore it all up was acres and acres and acres of strawberry fields where you could just pull over and buy, you know, huge baskets of strawberries the size of your fist. Mm-hmm. And just go home and devour them. And there's something about strawberries. A little tart, a little sweet. Yeah. You, know? mm-hmm. you, you put sugar on them? No, I don't put anything. On all my fruits, I don't put anything mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. Uh, for years growing up, everyone's like, oh, put some salt on your watermelon. It's like, that tastes nasty. Watermelon mm-hmm. sucks. Watermelon anyways. sucks. It's on my yeah. top five least favorite <laughs> yeah. fruits. Um, but yeah, strawberries. Just, yeah. 
Strawberries what? hit my number five. Did we all just agree on something? No, no, we didn't. Who likes watermelon? I do. Strawberry definitely my number five. Zach? My name's Rodrigo, and I like yeah. to break the What do you got on your number five? My number five. Well, it is an interesting Annoying thing about orange. this list. Uh, almost is that I realized as I age, I actually like fruit because I just obviously as a kid hated fruit because it was stupid and it wasn't sugary all the like. Rah, rah, rah. Uh, but number five <laughs> is one of my uh, is one of my favorite. Fruits. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> just go with it. This um, is like that commercial where yeah, you're into a on werewolf, and then you have to get shaved because you'll be too hot. No? I'm getting okay. a haircut tomorrow, but that's neither hair nor <laughs> So there. am I. Really? Yes. Wow. Uh, my number five. Except uh, I'm just is, going to the barber shop to get mine done. I'm not going I'm to not. the salon. Salon. Uh, While well, I go to the salon, I'm going to eat a clementine. That's oh, my fifth yeah. favorite fruit. Yep. Uh, I oh, like them because oh, they're so easy to oh, open. Yep. And then you can just shove it in your mouth. I don't because I have manners. But I could because it's one. so small. Yeah, they're easy to peel. I like yeah, I like that. that. Mm-hmm. Clementines, they're, they're nice. Yep, and they're seedless most of the time. Yep. And my children love them. I mean, we buy, you ever buy the cuties? They're really, really yes, tiny. Yes, that's uh, what Clementines, I love. Where, you, where it's like you could hold five of them in your mm-hmm. hand, and if it wasn't for the peel, you could just... Yeah. <laughs> yes, they come in that little plastic uh, yeah, yeah. bag thing. W- wire mesh, Clementines, yep. all right. Uh, Rodrigo, what do you have as your number five? Uh, my number five is a, a fruit that you don't see around here very often, but you do find the odd, like, during the summer, you do find, like, the odd, like, boxed-up, like, nectar version of it. Mm-hmm. And that's guava. Guava, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you've ever had a guava, you kind of have to fight the seeds mm-hmm. as you're <laughs> eating it. Like, it's it's not a, a... It's a challenging fruit to eat. Yeah. Um. But it's worth it. There's just it's it's got a really it's like really meaty, but very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and just just a little bit tart. Um, if you don't eat them when they're ripe or something, they're just like completely flavorless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like no, it's like eating nothing. Hmm. Have you eaten a mung mung fruit before? I maybe. Okay. It sounds kind of like that. Yeah, right. it's, it's probably similar. We're going to burn through this list this week. Mm. I, I've i got, like, I could probably do a top ten favorite fruits, honestly. Oh, really? Okay. Matthew, what do you got as your number five? My number five? Well, and here's the thing. I don't necessarily eat fruit. But it's not <laughs> really? that I don't eat fruit. How come? It's the, well, here, it's, it's one of those things where I don't if, if go and drink a glass of milk. I don't like eat a bag of, of peanuts. It's like it's part of the foods that I eat. Oh, I see. But I don't just go and eat one one component of food, I guess, just grabbing, you know, I'm going to eat a piece of fruit. It's kind of like I'm going to eat some raw, you know, twine or I'm going to eat this pasta before I put any sauce on it to my mind. Interesting. But, yeah, it's. I mean, it's just my thing. When I was a kid, my grandmother who suffered from terrible depression and was probably manic depressive, occasionally would have manic episodes and she would bake and bake and bake and bake. And one of the things that she would bake would be pies and cobblers. And her best featured a particular fruit that is really, really hard to get right in my experience. But I really loved peaches as long as they're in the cobblers and the pies and things that my grandmother would make. And I, to this day, there I have a favorite ice cream the peach cobbler ice cream that has frozen hunks of peach in it 
and then you know crunchy cinnamony bits. So definitely, so you just, if I were, so you just don't pick up a peach, a nice firm peach, and just I haven't in years. Hmm. I, I I don't know why. I mean, if it, probably it's because I eat terrible, horrible processed foods. But you know, it, if we go to the grocery store last summer, uh, the widget and I would run to the grocery store. And we get something to eat, and she would always want a peach or a plum or something, and she would get a piece of fruit. And I wouldn't necessarily eat the piece of fruit or anything, but I can definitely see the appeal. I, I think that with me, most of the fruit that I get is part and parcel of something else. You know, Happy Meals come with apples these days. I haven't eaten a Happy Meal. Well, I probably haven't eaten a Happy Meal since they came in a styrofoam box. <laughs> okay. If I go to McDonald's, I'm going to get me like a Big Mac or a couple of Mac Doubles and some milk. Yeah, yeah. Um, my number four. We did everybody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My number four. Something that I never really had a big appreciation of because it was such a – one of those harder fruits to acquire as a younger person, especially because they – I guess you would call them exotic fruits or else they came in a can. <laughs> They came in a can, and they weren't as good in the can as maybe a fresh one of these would be. Mm-hmm. Um, pineapple uh, is one of those. And I Ooh, just, yeah. you know, growing up, you just, I don't remember seeing these in the grocery store as just an item that you could just pick up and take home and cut up your own pineapple. Maybe it was there. I just never saw it. Um, and it wasn't until, and the one time that I did buy a pineapple before I met my, my wife, it was a disaster. You know, a full pineapple, try to cut up. This is is just a mess. No, thanks. Uh, And then my wife was like, you idiot. And she pulls out this little corer that you just cut off the top. You cut off the bottom and you twist it all the way through and it peels it. It cores it and you pull it out and you've got sliced pineapple, fresh pineapple. You got to, you know, smell the the bottom of it. And if Mm. it smells like a nice ripe pineapple, you know, it's nice and ripe. Whoever invented the core should like man. Those cores are wonderful. If you've never tried, probably a peace prize or something. They should. Yes, because now (laughs) Nobel Peace Prize. Every time we see pineapple at the store, (laughs) we pick up pineapple because it's so good. But you got to eat it fresh. You can't eat a whole pineapple out out of the can. Oh, between the four of us in the house, we can eat a whole pineapple in a sitting. The last the other day, the boys we bought a a container, one of those. uh, medium-sized containers of strawberries. The boys went through that whole container of strawberries in an hour between the two of them. <laughs> and they just kept going more, more. And I'm like, you guys are going to eat so much, you're going to throw up. And they're like, nope, nope, more, 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 more. And they just ate until they were gone. Well, pineapple is the same way. If it's here longer than a day, the pineapple must not be very fresh or it may be overly ripe or something mm. because it goes very quick in this house. Huh. What do you got as your number four? Zach? My number four is, uh, I like, I eat in multiple, really just two different forms. Uh, slice it up. Or into a dip. And my number four is an avocado. Because mm. I, like, I like saying avocado. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really like... Necessary. I really started liking it in... Uh, dip? Guacamole. Oh, yeah. In guacamole. Mm-hmm. I started liking it. And then I actually started putting it on uh, pizza. Sandwiches. And sandwiches mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's really good. Yeah, it is really I good I like the you. flavor. It's and, good for you. Yeah, it's like super good for you. You can get yeah. it at Subway. Yeah. I don't because... <laughs> That just seems weird, and it's probably not the subway fresh. avocado is kind of blurky and, and yeah, it's kind of like those uh, pre hard boiled eggs you buy at the store. You know yeah, what I'm it sure is? it's a, I'm sure it's an, <laughs> an egg, but it's not really a hard boiled egg. Right. It's like it's some of, kind of rubbery of consistency. Have you ever eaten baby food? Well, at one point I did. <laughs> subway guacamole or subway avocado is basically baby food avocado. Don't eat it. Yeah. Um, Deal. 
Avocado is good. Do you do the thing after you cut it with your knife? You is it really? Yeah, hit it. You hit the uh, the seed mm-hmm. with the the it, blade, and it just sticks right on there. You pull yeah. it out, and you got it cored out, and everything. Yeah, I'm. I have to be really careful in the kitchen with knives. With knives, <laughs> because I feel like sometimes, like go back in Clementine's. Sometimes I'll peel it, and I'll just get a knife to just kind of start it. But I just grab a random knife out of our thing, and sometimes it's way way too big. You're like, using one of those yeah, giant. Yeah, I'm using like a giant knives, bread knife or something. This little Clementine. Uh, I actually broke a knife today while I was chopping up some vegetables because cutting a carrot and just the knife just broke. I was like, this is why I'm going to die in the kitchen cutting up a carrot. Avocado. There you go. The avocado. All right. Avocado. Rodrigo, number four. My number four is also avocados. Awesome. Wow. Oh, nice. When I was a child living in Mexico, we when had an I avocado tree. I was a young boy. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. When I was a young warthog, um, we uh, we had an avocado tree, oh. and we had that tree was actively dangerous because when the avocados were ripe, if you were under it, you they could fall on you and kill oh. you. Because I'm talking about an avocado that is literally the size of Zach's head. Oh wow! That is this is not that's an exaggeration. Giant, that's yes. a giant avocado. Just a colossal, <laughs> colossal avocados. Like we could not eat them all oh, we really? had to like send them to relatives and stuff did, wow because you sell them you didn't sell them as a you know at the farmer's you market could, or you anything. couldn't sell like as a thing is like in mexico you can't sell avocados oh, because they're everywhere yeah. everybody has <laughs> and, avocados yeah like they're so good and living here in the united states it's just so sad i can't mm-hmm. find it's so difficult to find a good avocado yeah mm-hmm. Like, I, I have gone with friends to a supermarket and stuff, and they're like, oh, let's pick up some avocados. And they're like, you find them, because you know. And I'm just like, really small. Yeah. Yeah, they're very small. And I'm just, like, going through them, and I'm like, well, this one's terrible, and this one's terrible, <laughs> and this one's terrible. I guess I'll just pick up the least terrible one. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And, uh, and it's just, you know, out here in the Midwest, they're just too far right. away from a place where you can grow avocados, I guess. I think the ones that we get here are the, what are they, the Haas avocado that's mm. the smaller yeah the little ones. tiny yeah. black ones yeah yeah which apparently you know if you need to ripen up your uh, avocado put it in a uh, paper bag yeah. for a few hours and it'll ripen up and if you if you cut an avocado and you don't you're not gonna eat all of it yeah if you leave the pit in it oh it'll stay. it'll actually preserve it a little bit longer huh. excellent there you go Words of wisdom from in our fact, if you make of America. if you make guacamole mm-hmm. and you're gonna keep it, stick the pit right back in there. Aha! Uh-huh. Got oh, that, Zach? Yeah, I we will write that down. Juice. Flip a little lemon juice on there, baby. Yep. Go. All right, Matthew, your number four, please. My number four. When I was younger, I actually I think I was seven when I got my first job, and this job involved. Delivering newspapers. I don't know if you guys have ever seen a folded newspaper. If you have like a four-sheet, really small-town paper, they don't waste rubber bands on it. You actually take it and you you fold it into quarters, and then you can fold it into a little thing that throws like a boomerang. Cool. This is something that I do with my, my scratch paper. It drives people nuts when I do it. But when you have this job, you have to collect from people. So you have that face-to-face experience, and they're like – angry with you so it comes around christmas yeah it comes around christmas and sometimes people feel like they have to get you something and one of the things that i always used to get and it's probably the reason why i was a fat kid and remain a fat man is i would get a box of those chocolate covered cherries i'd get like six or ten of these every year 
and they'd probably make it halfway home because I actually walked on my paper route. But I've always loved just the really, really sweet, the dark red sweet cherries, especially if you don't dip them in chocolate and all the sugar in the known universe. But cherries are one of the few fruits that if they, if, you know, if you had them, I would sit and I would eat them. Just eat and eat and eat the cherry. And then I realized they had pits and you got to spit those out. But I love, loves me some cherries. <laughs> Here's an embarrassing story. Um, <laughs> got a cherry pit stuck up in my nose when I was a little kid. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I was like five or six and I was just like, hey, look, put up my nose and go, and it'd come out yeah. and I'd stick it back in and then it would wouldn't come out, and then I stuck my finger in, and it kept going up higher and higher and higher <laughs> up into my nose. Yeah, I definitely did that when I was a kid, but it was like with a bean, like oh, with yeah, an uncooked yeah, yeah, yeah. bean. Yeah. I honestly just did it like last week with a Skittle. I'm not even kidding. I literally did it last week. This man is entering the workforce, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Please send me your emails, and I will send you my resume. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter <laughs> at ZWolf. Uh, they also make a very good um, cherry pitter that we've got one. So you just dump your cherries in and you just keep moving this uh, lever back and forth and it just grabs one, pushes it down, See, pits it, I can't, and then you got the cherry. I can't huh. use those. They remind me too much of the bone stripper from that one Dan Aykroyd Chevy Chase movie where he's the crazy old man who murders people. I just, oh, uh, it's the mechanical oh, process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just. It's like ripping the spine out of the... Uh, yeah, but when you got little kids that love to eat fruit, that's the best way to do it, especially mm-hmm. if they eat cherries. Well, you got to make it easy for them. Yeah. My kid likes fruit, but it's a pain in the butt, so I usually just get her other stuff. It's a pain in the butt. Here, eat some cheese. Here, have a candy bar. It's got peanuts in it. That's a fruit, right? <laughs> she has no pancreas, Steve. I can't just give her a candy bar. <laughs> sure he can. With diabetes, there's probably certain fruits that you can't give her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of well, sugar can, fruits. I can give them to her, but it's a huge pain. Yeah. And if she like, so you she have to break out peach, the calculator? Yeah, you bust it out and you have to kind of figure it out. If you don't have any way to weigh it, you're like, oh, that looks like six ounces. And then you go home and her blood sugar's 305 and mom <laughs> gives you the eyebrows. It's just a. It's not good. So, yeah. But yeah, she loves the fruit. I just, it's kind of a pain in the butt. So I'm like, here, eat some damn sausage. My number three. My number three. As a child, I thought monkeys were always the best, kind of coolest animals out there. So yeah. you ate monkeys. <laughs> oh, so I ate monkeys, yes. <laughs> Monkeys eat bananas. So I, at an early age, learned to love bananas. I also, at an early age, learned that you don't eat the green bananas. <laughs> but you can eat the black bananas. Yeah. It just means they're super ripe, and they make a great bread if you ever need to. We actually yeah, need, I like oh, banana bread. should have had you guys have some of our banana bread we made the other day. Yeah. Um, but bananas, uh, you know, if you get a really, really ripe banana... You don't even have to worry about peeling it. You can just snap it open, mm-hmm. and you got mm-hmm. two halves of banana. Give one to each of the screaming kids. Shut up, you two, and eat it. And you just snap it in half. If it's not super ripe, and you try doing that. You end up with <laughs> yes, you end up with <laughs> all over your hands. Um, but banana is a great source. I use if I need a, like a little energy boost. I'll just eat a banana, and just like twenty minutes later, I'm like, oh, I'm awake, and I'm I'm doing things, and and bananas are are really really good. Mm-hmm. And um, of all the fruits that we have in the house, bananas are the ones you're going to see most. Well, one of the ones that you're going to see most often uh, in this house. Nice. Uh, and just because I like to eat them, the kids like to eat them. I think the wife could care either way. I think she likes bananas. She probably does. I think she does. 
just not just not explicitly as much as you yes, do. Yes, exactly. When you open bananas, how do you open them? Peel them from the top down. You do from the top, like from the stem. Yeah, I go from the bottom. <laughs> You're also the one that shoved something up your nose the other day too. So no, because that's the way I was taught. Because it's quite easy, and sometimes when I open up from the stem, you kind of bruise yeah, the banana yeah, a little bit. If you just do it from the bottom, you're fine, and you can have a nice little handle to eat it with. You have a nice little handle if you do it the other way too. But it's like an yeah, extender. In case he's looking for mods and add-ons for his fruit. In case your arms are so awkward and lanky that you can't it, put a banana it works in your great mouth. For a Tyrannosaurus Rex with its really short little right, arms. Right. So my number four, banana. You can do so many things with them. Cut them up. Put them in your cereal. Throw uh, them in your lunch bag. I used to slice bananas without uh, peeling them and, and freak people out. You, know, you just thread the needle through and yeah, a needle and thread, and you can yep. slice the banana. And then you open it and you get the sliced banana. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. I almost got burned at the stake once. Also, not a fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, you're number three, please. Uh, uh, my number Shut three <laughs> is a fruit that I don't believe I've actually ate in its native form. Eaten. Eaten. Eaten? Yes. I have not eaten in its native form. I have never eaten this in its native form. I ain't done ate. I ate this one time. <laughs> I never done eating them. Uh, but I might have. Fruits get thrown. In I love places. it in its juicy juice form. Uh, no, my number three is zucchini because my grandma makes a wonderful zucchini cake, and mm-hmm. my cousins fight over it, and I. I mean, it's never come to death. Yet. But it's, no, yet, yet is the correct term because we will fight over who gets the first piece of zucchini cake. Uh, so I like zucchinis because I'm pretty sure they get ginormous yes, if you can. let them grow. It depends. And I think I, I think that's a great staple of uh, what a good fruit is. If you can enter it into a county fair for largest, I think that makes a good fruit. Are squash really fruits? Uh, zucchini is what he's talking about. Uh, yeah. Zucchini is zucchini treated is as squash. zucchini is treated as a vegetable. Which oh, means what? It's, it's usually cooked that way. Botanically, however, the zucchini is an immature fruit, being the swollen ovary yeah. of the zucchini flower. There you go. There you go. Well done. Uh, Thank I you, knew this Wikipedia. because the exactly. on, when I typed in zucchini on Google, the first thing was Wikipedia, and the first thing is this article is about the fruit. I said, boom, number three. You had to wiki what your favorite fruit was. I didn't make sure it's a fruit. There's so many oh. weird yeah, things. Yeah, there is there are weird yeah. permutations. I mean, you know, I mean a tomato's a fruit. Wait till my number two. I didn't know it was a fruit until about I don't have any show. Five ago, minutes ago. I could put juicy juice on my list or <laughs> I'm going to be on the show for the rest of the show, Zach. It's not like last week. What? Uh, number three, Rodrigo. Stealing all of my My number three <laughs> is a um is actually a family of fruit that is native to Mexico, Central America, and South America um, called sapote. I've, why have I heard this before? Because it's amazing. Uh, now, the, the most probably the most popular uh, member of this family is the mamey, which is this, like, kind of oval-shaped, like, kind of like football, like American football-shaped mm-hmm. fruit. You cut it open, and it is like this, like, 
red orange inside. How do you spell this for those of us playing? M A M E Y. That is very interesting looking. Um, yeah, it's neat. If you attack it with a spoon, it is like it has like the consistency of like sherbet, but it's not cold. Whoa. I mean, wow. it's just like naturally occurring. It's basically naturally occurring sherbet. That sounds wonderful. It looks kind of grapefruity from the rind. Um. Not it's really give me a uh, cantaloupe. Yeah, 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 I can. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that. It also looks evil. It looks like a giant <laughs> lizard eye. It is. <laughs> it, it is. It does have some of that stuff. Now, um, this looks like something from Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Uh, sleep. You know, the the black sapote is great. Chico sapote is great. Um, but probably mame would be the most appealing to most people. Um, it's just you know it. It's weird come living in the United States and not having it around. It's very difficult to describe because it's not like any fruit that exists up here. And is this a pretty traditional fruit? It's common. Like um, like we would have bananas, you would have mame. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean it's like cuz you know, like growing up there were like um like peaches and bananas and mame and like oranges and limes okay. and stuff like that like it like there yeah, was just nothing one of weird the, about one of the mix yeah, yeah exactly okay cool cool wow. cool how, how big are those uh, really... probably you can you can hold it comfortably in one hand okay usually i'm gonna ask our local store to buy some of these next week oh yeah and they're gonna say <laughs> actually the dylans will if you ask them and put a request in and for sure say that you'll buy it they will order it for you yeah and really have it shipped in huh. i was gonna say i live in civilization and i don't see these yeah, boy. <laughs> I'm just looking at all these things. The jackfruit, that's the other one that I was thinking of. Um, that's pretty crazy. It's the, the, one that... white, the white zapote looks interesting. It looks like uh, there used to be trees where I grow up that would have these weird little fruits that I presume were poisonous on it. But it, they look like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the it's, it's just like a really strange fruit, like consistency-wise and... Mm-hmm. Flavor-wise, it's like unlike anything else. Yep. Hmm. Um, okay, Matthew, what do you have as your number three? My number three. Do, 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 do. It's fun to do, by the way. To do, to do, to do. When I was a kid, um, I used to uh, be kind of a, I don't know what you'd call it, an intellection nerd. And I would read a lot about stuff that I didn't necessarily know a damn thing about. But uh, my fifth grade teacher, upon whom I had a terrible crush, used to bring these things and she would eat them with her lunch. And, of course, it's something that I never run into because it's central Kansas. And, again, not a fruit guy necessarily. I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to even look at a fruit because they're all weird. And yeah, you know what? Seed things. To be honest, Matthew, you know, for people that are you know recoiling in horror about, man, this man never eats fruit, in Kansas – you would yeah. be surprised at the number of people that do not eat fruit on a regular basis. No, no. no, no. Um, very, very good friend and one of my former students. All growing up, uh, apparently all they had was basically meat and potatoes. That's all they ate. Mm-hmm. So you ask her to eat fish, she would recoil. And yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh gross. You'd ask her to eat fruit, and she's like, oh, why would you eat that? Mm-hmm. It's because you, just, I, you don't have yeah. that stuff. Easily accessible. I mean, we, apples is probably the yeah. the most accessible oh, yeah. fruit that you yeah. have here. I in, don't in necessarily Kansas. see. We really aren't exposed to that many fruit. different feed types. Yeah, yeah, 
You know, when I was a kid, what, what we had for fruit was like uh, canned pineapple and canned uh, mandarin oranges. That, yeah, that yeah. was pretty mm-hmm. much it. Yeah. But this particular teacher would always bring them in. And finally, she would bring them in and give them to the class because we were all like, these are awesome. She'd bring in dates, mm-hmm. which, oh, my God, dates are awesome. They have that kind of a weird smooshy texture. They're kind of like fruit chocolate, only not. But I always love the texture and I always love that that not too sweet sweetness. And they get in that weird kind of red state where they'll be not red state like the Kevin Smith movie, but a state <laughs> of being red. And they just, oh, they're so good. And I can't necessarily get the good ones or the kind, I don't know if it's the, the stage of the ripeness or what it was, but I can't get the ones that are like the ones that she used to get. And so I almost never, you know, get them at all. And and when you and, eat them, do you throw them up in the air and have your daughter catch them and go, ha, ha, Indy, bad dates. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark, my friends. Yes. <laughs> as as we established earlier, I let the child just eat all the fruit in the world. Well, she grabbed now, it from you. For the longest time, so you didn't though, I thought that dates and figs were the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, dates and figs have that similar sort of texturiness to them. And I love me some fig newtons. That kind of counts as a fruit. But <laughs> I like the date a little more because there's kind of a, I don't know what you'd call it, maybe a, a coriander or a spicy undertone to it that is like not cinnamon, but in that cinnamon sort of family of things. You know how the guy who invented grape nuts said, I call them grape nuts because they clearly taste like grape sugar, so they must be magic. That's kind of the way I am about dates. And so my number three is a date. I've probably had more dates than all three of you put together. Yeah, a lot of first dates, I'm sure. Mm. <laughs> um, you never forget your first date. <laughs> all right. Uh, before we get into our number twos, Rodrigo, why don't we give a shout out to some of the people that have donated to this week's show? Do you not have that open? I can Sorry. find it. I do. I have it right here. I could totally read it. Ah, uh, let's see. If you wanted to. Um, you know, read, the, read the shout out. Shout I out. I hate you. William Young, Tony Bishop, Christian Walker, Eric Trevartherin, Silas Garrett, James Thatcher, Jason Martin, Joao Brasil, Daniel Berg, and Craig Borden. Nice. So thank you so much to Joao. all of those oh, people good. who've donated to the Major Spoilers cause. This episode goes out to them. Number two. Brazil is the kindest, bravest, warmest, most. No, wait, that was the (laughs) second film last week. Number two. Actually, this episode comes out before Zach on film comes out. Oh, it's the Zach on film next week then. No, no, no. Hello, future Joe. It goes, it goes, this is our release schedule. Sunday nights or Sunday afternoons or Sunday, Wayne's Comics. (laughs) Late Monday night, early Tuesday, Munchkinland. Late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning, uh, Major Spoilers podcast. Uh, late Wednesday, um, Dueling Reviews. Alternating Thursdays every other week, this show, Top 5. Um, Friday, Zach on Film. And then late Friday, early Saturday, uh, Critical Hit. Nice. So that is your roundup of uh, podcasts from the Major Spoilers Podcast Network. All of which I missed last week, and I apologize. It happens. So our number two. Did I mention that growing up, we had an orchard? <laughs> I think you have one. You did. It wasn't because we were some fancy pants people. Right. It's because you <laughs> were farmers. <laughs> <laughs> on a farm. 
we lived on a farm and I was surprised because when, when my dad bought the land, I think it was like four when we bought the land, I remember going out even before the house was constructed and we were just planting saplings, just, you know, just these little 12 inch mm-hmm. high seedlings uh, all throughout the property. And about half of them were destroyed when they came and built the house. Mm-hmm. But the ones that survived even today, 30, well, 40 years later, still bearing, still bearing fruit and tall. I mean, these are these, I mean, and it's amazing because you can sit on my parents' um, deck or you can sit in the living room and look out the window. And especially in the late fall, eh, just fall in general, the deer just come out of the woods and just eat all the, the apples on the ground. And so my number two is apples because, again, apples are a great source of fruits. <laughs> fruit power of fruit power and you can do so much it's, with them um for the longest they're time they're so smart why aren't they in fruit loops because um, they're in apple jacks <laughs> <laughs> so you can make a cider out of them we used to always go to the uh the the cider days over in uh, one of the i think it's lewisburg or something like that in kansas and just engage in the uh homemade applesauce which my mom would make in fact a couple of oh it must have been about a decade ago my parents finally broke down and bought their own apple press. And so we'll get every fall homemade applesauce, all the cider and apple juice that you can drink. Cause they just gather it up and dump it into the barrel and press their own, press their own stuff. And apples are really good. In fact, apples are a natural source of uh, what's the antidepressant uh, drug um, um, starts with <laughs> a P. No, yeah. Ritalin natural source of Ritalin uh, in, uh, in apples, in the skins. Um, so it's apple a day keeps the doctor away. Sure. Go ahead. Two. My number two. Apples. Apples actually have a really fascinating history as far as a, as far as a crop. Oh, yeah. Um, if you want to learn, there's a, there's a, another podcast that I listen to called um, Things You Missed in History Class. Mm-hmm. And recently they did one on Johnny Appleseed. Mm-hmm. And it was fascinating because apparently... The only way to really get an apple tree is you can't grow it from seed. You actually right. have to grow it from another sapling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to take a, all, a slice. All apples are all apple trees and are all clones yeah. of an of the original edible apple tree because natural naturally the apple plants and the apples were inedible. They, mm-hmm. Like people couldn't eat them. Mm-hmm. So like all cultivars of apple come from like one tree. Yeah, that was originally like. Basically, itself kind of weirdly manufactured and and mm-hmm. and, and played with, mm-hmm. and then so you just take those cuttings and you plant them, and there you go. Uh, believed to come from Kazakhstan, actually. Oh, really? The original uh, apple tree. Nice. Very cool. My number two, the Apple. Also, one of my favorite computer brands. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> Boom. One of your favorite. One of my favorite <laughs> computer brands. Of uh, all the one that he orders and owns. I know we've got uh, we got both types of computers in here. Apple yeah, and we have Max. country and western. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, number my two. number two happens to be a fruit that I did not know was a fruit. Again, uh, this one, uh, capsicum, which is the genus of plants that are peppers, chilies, and all sorts of stuff that we call them. Uh, I did not know they were fruits. So when I was perusing the internet, uh, finding fruits that I enjoyed and checking on, make sure they're actually fruits, I was like, hey, I freaking love chilies and peppers of all sorts. Uh, I like the green ones and the red ones and the yellow ones. 
and uh, the, the hot ones. ones, the hot ones, and the not hot ones. Uh, I like putting them in all sorts of salads and pasta salads. I like putting in my sandwiches. I really don't like I'm putting that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put peppers in my pudding. Actually, it's not as bad as you might think. Really? Have you tried it? People put peppers in like cornbread. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there are there are savory puddings. Huh. That's true. If it's like a blood pudding, it might actually mm-hmm. improve the experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Possible. Uh, but yeah, I I I enjoy chilies, especially uh, bells and uh, banana. No, bananas. Do you like a green, a red, or an orange or yellow? The most, or do I like yeah, them all? Of the bells. Oh, probably. Because I like the yellows because they're very sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I you like know, orange. Most uh, <laughs> most varieties of bell pepper are actually the same. Same different ripeness. Yeah, they're just levels. a different yeah, yeah. ripeness level. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I didn't know that. They cost so much more. You could just buy a bunch of green ones and let them sit around, and you, depending on when they're cut. I don't know if that works. I don't know if that works. Yeah, I have lots of bananas. My, see, uh, bananas are the same way because they ripen fridge. so slowly. Right. You can act, they they harvest bananas when they're still super green. Right. And just in the process of them getting to their location, they naturally ripen. Right. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if you could do the same thing with uh, green peppers, but I have bought green peppers that you could tell are starting to turn. Oh, red. absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yep, it's, it's something to try. <laughs> the pepper. I'll try to not uh, rot, not eat it. Fruit in my fridge this week. Don't put fruit in your refrigerator. What's wrong with you? What? You don't refrigerate fruit. Well, Never. some fruits you can. If you put put a banana in the refrigerator, it'll be black the next morning. Well, you don't, don't want a banana in, in the fridge. fridge. You don't put peppers you in might. the fridge. Peppers in the crisper. Yes, crisper I guess you put it in the crisper. Or apple. You don't keep apples in your fridge. No, no, not usually. You don't want to. Chill an apple. Really? No. Well, oranges. Them. Clementines? No. No. But then they're not cold when you eat them. Strange alien person. <laughs> Listen, I, don't, I don't feel like I'm the strange have, one. Have you, have you ever been to... Uh, yeah, that usually doesn't happen. You're usually not the weirdest one. Yeah. <laughs> have, have you never been to an orange grove? No, I have. Ha, have the orange groves been inside a giant refrigerator? No, no, but you the don't oranges keep, are growing on the trees out but you in the natural keep, air. You don't keep cattle in a refrigerator their entire life, okay. but you kill them exactly. and you put them in the fridge. <laughs> when you go to the grocery, <laughs> when you go to the grocery, yeah, is the fruit in the refrigerated section? The, the peppers are. Are they? They're in the little thing that shoots no, the water. When I walk into my Dylan's, I turn right thing. and there's a little thing that sprays water. There's no cooling necessarily. It's just the watery sprayer. Yeah, it's just the water. No, spray. I mean that's true. I guess I never I can thought see of that. In the crisper but, would I mean, be okay. I, I mean, I guess if you like a chilled apple, there's nothing wrong sure, with that. No, 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 but you know that you don't have it, to yeah, keep you don't them have in the fridge. Yeah, and that's the oh, thing. I mean, like, it's just the way we always did it when I was little. They don't. In fact, they will probably some fruit will oxidize faster if it's in the fridge. And don't ever put your bananas and apples next to one another. Yeah, you don't want an apple. They do fight. Well. In fact, the gas mm-hmm. given off by apples actually oxidizes the bananas very quickly. Yeah. It's it's called Zyklone B. I don't think that's true. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Zach's number two was uh, apparently peppers. Uh, Rodrigo, <laughs> your number two. What? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> he's, he's letting it slide on a technicality that they actually are fruit, yes, I yes, think. Yes, yes. <laughs> they yes. actually are in the category yeah, they we're they are, talking about. And that's why we're accepting it. Rodrigo, your number two, please. My number two is a fruit that, unlike everything else that I've talked about, <laughs> like previously it was fruit that I used to eat but can't eat anymore because the United States is cold um, mm. and, and not uh, tropical. 
Um, this fruit is one that I didn't eat almost at all until I got to the United States. And then I was like, what is this amazing thing? And that's kiwi. Oh, yeah. Kiwi yeah. fruit. Uh, kiwi. It was um, going to be believe, on my list. It was almost I, on my list. A kiwi is, I believe, originally from China mm-hmm. and is just has this like kind of like uh, fuzzy. Yeah, it's fuzzy on the outside, which is weird, but cool. Now, bright green on the inside and taste it, it's basically candy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like it's like sour Skittles, except it's natural and it's fruit. Tastes like strawberries a lot. Yeah, it's it's got a it's got a weird taste to it, um, and it does kind of have its own weird, like it does have like a it actually has a similar texture to strawberries mm-hmm, too, mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's gonna be like a complete coincidence. Although I mean, they're uh, no no their seeds aren't similar, but you know it's 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 like it's weird. How do you uh, how do you eat your kiwi? Uh, usually, I cut it or in half. As and the real I, name is supposed to be kiwi fruit, right? Uh, usually, I cut them in half and then I like scoop spoon them it. out. Okay, you don't with peel. a spoon. You don't peel them. Sometimes I do. Um, I have a friend who's violently allergic to kiwi. Really? Yeah, and like she can't be near anything that was near a kiwi, hmm. including you, including me. If I've been near a kiwi fruit, I can't go near her. I I. I I uh, usually try to peel. I'll cut them in half first and then peel them. I haven't, I've, we've done the spoon thing because sometimes with the boys, yeah. you can give it to them and say, hold on to this. And here's a little spoon and they'll just sit there and dig it out like right, a little cup. Right. But yeah, the kiwi is a yummy, 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 yummy fruit. It really is. And if you haven't ever eaten one, I know they look weird at your produce aisle. Yeah. But, uh, kind of fuzzy and gross. Enjoy the kiwi. They look like kind of a, a, a an egg. Yeah, they do. Yeah, with a it's monkey like a inside, furry, furry fur, with a with a monkey on the outside. It's yeah. like a, it's like what a monkey <laughs> no, egg gonna, would look like. It's a monkey <laughs> egg. What do, yes, what do what do monkeys hatch out of? That's what a kiwi looks like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matthew, you're number two. Speaking of things that look like eggs that are fuzzy on the outside, eggs. one of the few fruits that we did have floating around the house that didn't come in a can. We would actually get super processed in a bag. But when I actually ate the actual fruit, I was like, oh, this is pretty good. But my, my grandmother used to cook a lot with uh, shredded coconut. Mm-hmm. And when you would get the little bag of shredded coconut, it'd be all like dry and awful. And you'd be like, oh, I'm going to chew on it. And it's good. And, you know, if you actually go and going from that and going, I really enjoy that bag of shredded coconut to eating a freaking coconut. First of all, it takes a hammer, a chisel, three guys, and a keg of beer to open an actual coconut. You gotta, you literally have to bring friends, work in shifts, and maybe have something to eat until you get to the center of the coconut. But one of the fascinating reasons that I used to love coconut, when I was a kid in grade school, I would read anything and read and read and read and read and read and read and read. And of course, my mother at the time was, well, always was now that I think of it, a nurse and or an aspiring nurse, depending on what year it was. But amongst the many books that she had, she had this weird book that explained that, are you ready for this? The inside of a coconut, especially the coconut milk, is called 
uh, scientifically, endosperm. <laughs> yes. And when you're 10 That's years awesome. old, being able to eat coconut and have people look at you and go, oh, good, this is good, and they've got a mouthful of coconut, and then you can go, it's called endosperm. <laughs> I mean, funny. that you don't get that kind of horrible 10-year-old joke very often. So I actually, you know, I, I learned to love the coconut because of that. And it's really weird that I grew up in, you know, central Kansas, the Midwest of the United States. And we had access in the 70s to here's a freaking coconut. Yeah, I mean, the shredded coconut is pretty common, especially if you think about the, and again, the cakes that were being made at the time. Mm -hmm. And this is probably where you were eating it a lot from. Is Green the cakes, cakes with coconut. And uh, yeah, the, the pineapple upside down cake and the coconut cake became super, super popular at the end of the 60s, early 70s. And yep. so the shredded coconut was just something that you found readily on, yeah. the, uh, on the store shelves. My uncle you had can... a... Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're okay. Oh, my uncle had a machete for opening coconuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, just hack Did your things. uncle... Yeah, just... In my head, he looks like Danny Trejo. You know that. Um, There's probably something more accurate... I'll think about it because I can probably give you an, an an actor that he looked like. I just need to think about Did it. Did you have coconuts grow in your your backyard? Um, what I were don't, the, let me ask. What were the fruits and vegetables that grew in your backyard? Just, um, we had. Oh, I mean, we lived in a lot of different houses, but mm-hmm. uh, we had oranges. We had, um, avocados. We had limes. We had. Um, I think we had guavas. We had uh, guanabanas, which, which I do not know what they're called in English. Along with uh, my number one, which I'll talk about later. Okay. You know, I always, uh, my wife and I wish we lived in a climate where we could have in our backyard oranges, lemon, and lime trees. Yeah. And I just really wish we did. And And I lived in... Let's see. Yeah, we're on our number ones, right? And and again, mm-hmm. mention uh, that I lived in Orange County. Well, that was my number two. So if this right. is your... Right. Yeah, that's my number one. Yeah, so we're You're up last. to the number ones now. So again, when I lived in Orange County, Orange County originally, I'm assuming, getting its name because of the tremendous amount of orange groves yes. that stretched as far as the eye can see. And Zach, when we get to uh, um, Chinatown, uh, the orange groves play a big role in that. But even when I was living in California, so... A couple blocks from my apartment, just massive strawberry fields. Another couple blocks, probably about a mile away from my apartment, just tomato fields. And then behind my apartment, just acres and acres and acres of orange trees. So depending on which way the wind was blowing, you either were smelling strawberries or you Mm. were smelling the sweet, sweet smell of oranges. Mm. Now, oranges or that citrus family make up part of my number one. The problem that I have with oranges is depending on the type you get, mm-hmm. they're really hard to open without just getting a knife out and right, cutting right, them. Right, and just cutting them up. Now, the co- cool thing about the um, the cuties and the, and the, cuties, and the yeah. clementines is they're real easy to peel. Yeah. But they're really small, so you got to eat like 15 of them <laughs> right. in order to get the same <laughs> feeling as what? you would with a normal orange. an entire orange. bag. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, these things are small, it's Matthew. So I mean, small. they're they're like... The size of a walnut a lot of times. A little bit yeah, like a large like a golf walnut. Ball, yeah, a golf I ball just, size. I just have this image of you eating 15 of them and then immediately I will. going I, I, to the restroom for the rest of the No, day. no, no. I, I will literally sit there. If we've got them there and I'm just kind of in that mood, I'll just sit there over the trash can, you know, open up the trash can and just peel 
peel them and let them fall into the trash can while I'm eating eating them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can eat a bunch of them before you really even realize what's going on. But I like a bigger size fruit that's kind of like an orange, but super easy to peel. And that is the tangelo. <laughs> it's one of those, uh, I think it's one of those hybrid fruits. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's cool about it, it's got that little knob on the top that you just stick your thumb in it yep. and pop it. And then you and just peel the whole thing off. And then you've got something that tastes like a fruit, sometimes a little sweeter than a fruit. Um, but uh, definitely, definitely, definitely. I will prefer this over any, I, if I went into my, my three big citruses here of the, in the orange type family, uh, it would be the tangelo, mm-hmm. the uh, clementine, then the orange, and then, you know, lemon and, uh, as you go down, but no grapefruit on my list. Um, but yeah, tangelo, just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Grapefruit is a, is a, a fruit for people who hate fruit. Yes. <laughs> grapefruit. Uh, it's uh, one of my nasty, one of my top five hated fruits. Um. Awful. Sad Awful. thing, though, about living in Southern California and in Orange County, you know, back in the 70s and, and 50s and 40s and 30s, oh, man, I bet that would have been a wonderful time to live in Orange County just because of just fruit as far as the eye can see. I went back a year after I had left, after I moved here to Kansas, and I went back a year later, and the strawberry fields had been bulldozed under to make way for a new high school. And they were cutting down the orange groves faster than you could, you know, blink so they could make way for new condos. So I think we really, really, because of our urban expansion and everything, are really, really missing out on some great growing opportunities for fruits and vegetables and, you know, whatever else that you want to plant. Condos and Um, high schools. But man, just thinking back, I can still smell those fresh strawberries just like, mmm, strawberries. Mm, oranges and just being able to pull over to the side of the road to this little where it's stand. Like, mm, feedlots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you just pull over this little stand and you can go up and say, when did you pick these? We picked these this morning. I'll take two dozen of these oranges or two dozen of these tangelos or let me have a bushel of those uh, strawberries and they'll be gone. So I think I like that's two. the one thing that I miss is is from California is seeing all that fresh mm. produce just out I'll there. take two shaddocks and a honey bell. <laughs> so that's my number one, the tangelo. Or Tangelo, depending on how you Tangelo. Say. Zach, what is your number one? Yes, my number one is a fruit that... <laughs> is a fruit? Are you sure? Is a uh, fruit? Yeah, this Can one I'm pretty that? sure is a fruit. Judges. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, sorry, no, it's not a fruit. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. This is, this is one I have loved my entire life. And in fact, during one family vacation up in the Rockies, uh, I did not want to eat whatever breakfast... Uh, was being served, so I grabbed an entire bag of these and ate them, which was a horrible life choice because then I had diarrhea the rest of the day. <laughs> and my number one favorite fruit is grapes. Yep, love me uh, some grapes because they made you sick one time. Well, no, I still love them because even though he they made still eat them until he yeah, despite that. Oh. Uh, but then this your story raises the question: Do sense. you guys? Uh, refrigerate your grapes? Yes, we do refrigerate. Yeah, okay. grapes you want to refrigerate. I don't, but I know that it's a popular thing to do. Okay. You don't freeze them, do you? No. I Although we have done God that before. It, I that. <laughs> My, uh, <laughs> I had a, a family member that had a dog, and we'd freeze the grapes, and then throw them at the dog. Not throw them at the dog in a mean way, but throw them at the dog so we could <laughs> eat them. Yeah. And the dog's just like, I couldn't figure out, why am I biting on this grape, which I love, but it's not doing anything because it's hard as a rock. Yeah. And he'd just play around with that for like 20 minutes or so and then 
two weeks later, my sister find them under the couch as raisins. Oh. So, yeah, I always hated. My dad would freeze them. It always made me mad because I didn't want them frozen. He was the only one that wanted them frozen. So then I have to get them out of the freezer into a bowl and sit them under hot water for like three minutes. Mm. Then I could eat them. Microwave. It'll be fine. You do understand that um, that's one of the great parts about being the dad is that everyone in the house has to eat things the way you want them. Uh, no, that's not the. Anyway, that's the way it works at my. That's house. the way it worked in my house. So what is what's cooked. what's the variety of the grapes that you like the most? You know, you got the green, you got the grape, you got the red, the red seedless, the globe. Just blew my mind with how many grapes there are. Uh, nothing with a seed in them. So seedless, okay. Yeah. Green. So you're going to avoid the globe grapes because they've got a seed in them. Yeah. And many of the grape grapes have a seed in them. So red. you can find red seedless and green are probably so yeah, like red. white grapes, red, red ones. Yeah. I like the red. Ones. White, white green. White green. Yeah. Green, sure. Yeah. Same, same thing. thing. Um, but yeah, they uh, those are the ones that are so basically what you can pick up at your local. Why would yeah, the the, ba- the thing where you can pick up in Western clearly. Kansas is what I like to eat. Gotcha. <laughs> right. At some point, try some occasionally. Dylan's or Walmart will get in the globe grapes. You have to they try those just them? once. They, they do. do. I, I have had grapes but with seeds in them before. They're, I don't it's, like it's a different experience. Yeah, it is. And you probably like the globe grapes, and you would probably Maybe. appreciate the aged. half hour that you spend cutting them in half to de-seed them before you eat throw, your bowl. I can't just throw them in my mouth. You, you can, can if you want to spit them out. Mouth and then spit it out. But I mean, you know, you're you're not like that's very uncouth. Kick the seed out and yeah. then eat the rest. Okay. My wife is nice. She sits there and cuts them out. You know, oh, you want a bowl of grape? Sure. Cut them, seed them. And Look then... at that. That is. Yeah, I'd probably rather do that because I can't, like, uh, sunflower seeds, can't do them. All they do is just, know. like, the salt of them, spit them out. But that isn't, that has to do with the whole seed. <clears throat> and coordination. Grapes just are, there's so <laughs> sure. much trouble. Why? I mean, if, really? if I want to candy. eat something, I don't want to eat. Like, I don't want to have to peel like 50 of them off of a, of a bunch and then like half of them are going to be squishy. And then you got to take a, <laughs> you know, it's so much work. Now you rinse them off. Freaking no, cut the, just, you cut the vine, you rinse them off, you throw it in yeah, a bowl, just, and then you, you just kind of pluck them. You yeah. take three fingers and you get into that habit of pluck, 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 well, pluck. Yeah, yeah. Throw them in your mouth. a piece of cheese and be or Sometimes you just kind of lay out in the, <laughs> I think in the, the lawn I think I'm and starting to a lady. Get a picture in your here. mouth. I got to imagine that like <laughs> when, uh, when Matthew... Has like those cartoon fantasies that, of course, we all have, and like you know, there's like girls fanning him, yes. and like somebody is like about to feed him something instead of like feeding him a bunch of grapes. It's like a can of like peaches, <laughs> and they just like get a can opener out and like slowly pour them into his mouth. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's, much they, they that's kind the of life right the there. Liquid out. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's small that's where Lean's back. enough. Lean's back. Yeah. Pour the peach juice out of the can into. <laughs> I will eat a raisin. Yeah, but not. I don't a- like raisins though. Well, I guess you're getting a different sweetness and different flavor from the grape. And if you do get anything that has any processed stuff, like the uh, sugar coated right. raisins or the yogurt co- cutter- covered raisins, those right. are good good for you, healthy too. Yeah. So, so grapes for your number one. Yeah, grapes specifically are, the plain regular grapes. Are grapes. Okay. Yep. Red seedless. Red, Red seedless. seedless. That's what you want. All right, Rodrigo, your number one. My number one is my favorite fruit of all. And as you guys uh, probably have found out by now, I have. A, there's a lot of fruits that I like. Um, when I was a kid, I used to ask for fruit. I didn't ask for candy because yep. there were a lot of amazing fruit to eat. Right. Um, but my number one fruit is mangoes. Yep. Mm. There is just nothing like a mango. It has its own consistency, its own flavor. 
it's very sweet um you there are these special forks that we use where you like stick them in mm-hmm. and like they go through the pit mm-hmm. and then you like peel open the mango and then you eat it like a popsicle yeah, yeah. basically um now that's a, a ripe mango also popular in mexico are green mangoes and then you put like chili powder and salt on them mm-hmm. and they are a completely different experience its own thing and will probably destroy your innards as they go down but man is that at one point um i had had a mango and a papaya and i had just like a super allergic reaction to one of those right and so i was always hesitant for a long time to eat them again and it may have just been you know that one particular i met my wife who is of Who's Thai. Right. Uh, and that is a huge part Mangos, of yeah. a lot of their cooking. So the first time I'm sitting down and at my mother-in-law's and she's serving up something that has mangoes in it, I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to have, you know, we're going to have to go to the emergency room after mm-hmm. this. And I ate it and didn't have a reaction. And it turns out it was papaya. Must be the papaya because I haven't eaten papaya since then, but I've eaten a lot of mangoes since then. And even though I'm not, I don't jump at the chance to get mangoes because I'm still rather gun shy see i like mangoes a lot especially in a custard yeah uh, is really really there's lots of stuff you can do with mango and it's nice when something actually has mango flavor there's dry Mm -hmm. you can buy here in kansas you can buy dried mangoes right but even then you have to like figure out which brand is actually good because Mm -hmm. some of them just taste like leather Yeah, yeah, yeah um Papaya's almost made it into my list, but then I realized that I actually don't like papaya. Yeah, I, I think mine's just the, the allergic reaction, potential allergic reaction, why it's like I had it once and don't think I'll eat it again. The nice thing about all the f- fruits on my list, um, you can combine any four of them at a time and make a delicious smoothie out of them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Matthew, what is your number one? My number one is cannoli. Uh, <laughs> Because I don't eat a lot of fruit. Actually, my number one. Uh, when you when you when you go down and you in the final analysis, you have to take what happened when you were a kid into account. And as we have mentioned, my grandmother did not have a lot of fruit in the house. Part of that, I think, was you know you're in your seventies, you got four kids running around, you don't want to bother with it. But one of the things that she did buy, she would never buy ice cream, but she would always buy ice milk. And I always hated that. Hated it, hated it, hated it. With one exception. And she would get this weird IGA third party off brand ice milk in the white box with the black letters. And that's all it said was ice milk on it. But it was strawberry flavored. And it was so good. And throughout my life, I could never find anything that tasted quite the same. You know, you got your strawberry jellos and your strawberry jams and your strawberry sodas and your strawberry strawberries. And finally, I, it occurred to me, this was probably in college, so it would have been my early 20s, that there was one thing I had not yet tried to see if I could replicate the flavor of this strawberry ice milk. And so I went and I ate a damn strawberry. And lo and behold, <laughs> I found the thing that that strawberry ice milk actually tasted like. And to this day, I like to show that as an example of how I'm occasionally a frickin' dummy. <laughs> but more importantly, 
strawberries are really, really good. And if you get the the huge, like, hand fruit strawberries. That oh, man, we bought some dollars. the other day. I mean, these weren't expensive either. But, I mean, I literally, my wife brought them, brought them home. And these things were literally the size of my open hand. Mm, this yeah. is, I mean, they were wow. really filling Amazing. up this space for each one of them. And Rodrigo Shoot. and Zach are seeing it. I mean, it's basically the baseball size. Right. Yeah. Great big strawberries. And what, what's really wonderful, and again, this will tell you, I'm not necessarily a fruit guy. Uh, a couple of years ago, I ordered my wife some uh, the chocolate-covered strawberries mm-hmm. for like Mother's Day or some crap. Mm-hmm. And she didn't like them. But I did. Oh, them are good. <laughs> because you take the strawberry, right? And it's like all fruit. And you're like, ooh, this could be healthy. I don't know if I want to eat it. But then they dip it in <laughs> like candy <laughs> chocolate. And you're like, okay, I can eat it now. And it's like I'm sort of being healthy. But I'm also, ooh, yay, chocolate, which, you know, is one of my four food groups. There's chocolate. There's cheese. There's sausage. And there's that crap that's inside of a Twinkie. Those are the four food groups of really, really fat people. Um, I, I guess soda is kind of a food group unto itself, but I just, I, for some reason, I love a strawberry and things that are strawberry flavored aren't necessarily quite no, the same. They no, they're not. They're a fake but they're strawberry. Used, there used to be, uh, I, I can't drink the Jones strawberry soda and I can't necessarily drink the knee high, but there used to be an off brand weird. You could go and buy just a strawberry soda. The, have you tried? The company that makes Orange Crush, they mm-hmm. have a strawberry crush version of that. You might try that. I, I've had I it a couple of times, and it's not bad. Uh, Stewart's, the guys who make the uh, Stewart's Orange Cream, have a strawberry. I just can't quite get it. What is uh, the stuff that you drink, Rodrigo? Carritos. Yeah. yeah, they have a strawberry, but I've never had the guts to try that. I don't know if it's any good. Don't be afraid to try fruits, Matthew, or anybody who's listening to this. I'm not show. afraid to try fruits, but I'm almost 43 years old. And when I go well, to a store, I'm like, I'm going to go and I'm going to get something that I know I'm going to enjoy. Keep in mind, too, that and I'm just going to make a broad. I'm sure somebody will correct me on this. Oh, yeah. You're going to generalization. Gonna... But in Kansas, the middle of the country, especially when Matthew and I are growing up, you still have problems of refrigeration. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So getting a fruit all the way from China and have it here fresh to Kansas is probably not something that happens all the time. Right. And as produce becomes popular, it may not have been planted in the areas when we were growing. I mean, it may not have taken root in California or Florida or wherever. I mean, the biggest things that I always heard growing up is the fruit as the orange crop in Florida. You don't hear about all the other Mm -hmm. types of fruit that they grow in Florida. So I think a lot of it is refrigeration and shipment and the interest of those fruits. But I think refrigeration and faster transport times mm-hmm. have really changed the accessibility to a lot of hey, fruit. I mean, you know, you, a, lot of, in, a, lot of people, day, a lot of people bash it, but NAFTA, yeah. I mean, that gets a lot of fruit up here from Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, here's the thing. When I walk into my Dillon's, you can walk into the huge, literally huge aisle, and there's like, you got your plums and your pears and your your peaches and your peach plums and your plum tangelos and you got these bosque pear things that are the color of, of Ooh, like bra- brown paper bags. And so good. Eat a, eat a, but there's uh, there's like five PG or ten apple. different things mm. that look the same. There's like here's a round purpley fruit and here's a round vaguely purpley fruit and here's a round purpley greeny fruit and here's a fruit that you don't yeah, know what color that, it that's is. That's actually act- like the the great thing about living in in the glorious future is that if you have a smartphone mm-hmm. you can actually like 
look that stuff up. Yeah, from the code mm-hmm. on it. And be like, or, yeah, I mean, it, some of them, yeah, some of them might actually have a QR thing oh, yeah, cool. on them. But I, I mean, was... you can you can go out there and be like, what the hell is a dragon fruit? Mm-hmm. Punch mm-hmm. it in. Be like, oh, here's how you eat a dragon fruit. Well, it's but, made of dragons. That too. And then the nice thing about some stores is above the fruit, mm-hmm. they'll tell you what the fruit yeah. is. Yeah, like a plumello. Right. And then they'll tell you to pick a properly ripe plumello. Look for this texture. Look for this pressure right. look for the smell and if it's got these things you know you're picking the the, the right fruits and there's something at my store called a ugly fruit the ugly yeah. fruit ugly yeah, yeah. Fruit, yeah. ugly fruit and yeah. i don't know what a ugly fruit is but i'll be damned if it doesn't fit its name U- to where i don't want to eat it u-g-l-i the ugly fruit um, u-g-l-i it ain't got no alibi it ugly. <laughs> it's ugly it is it is ugly on the outside but it is a citrus so it kind of falls in with that orange family mm-hmm. uh and it, it's not bad it's actually pretty good I want an orange. I'll get an orange cream soda. <laughs> it's got all of the nutrients in it. Yeah, quite a bit different. And you know, the really weird part is my doctor hates me because I am pretty healthy for a man of my age and remarkably healthy for a man of my age and general weight. So, you know, the the thing about the the fruits, it's not that I hate fruit or that I avoid fruit. It just doesn't occur to me to go sure. and buy fruit. And I guess and part of that is probably the I'm used to let's buy nine things that will freeze for the next 10 days Sure. to where, you know, you, you grow up well, necessarily I mean, with cheap fruit, I mean, cheap food and the stuff that you buy f- fresh fruit and keep it. That doesn't necessarily happen. Honestly, I don't buy a lot of fruit nowadays because of my schedule. Like, I mm-hmm. don't know if I'm going to be at home to eat a whole bunch of bananas. Yeah. And right. the pr- problem with our kids is we don't know when suddenly they're going to switch and lose interest in the yeah. fruit. Because there was right. a time where both boys, it was like we couldn't keep a bunch of bananas right. in the house for more than a, two or three days because they just devour them. And then all of a sudden they'll just switch and lose mm-hmm. interest in it. And then it's like mm-hmm. we've got three bunches of bananas here and, we're, <laughs> and the wife and I are trying to devour them right. in just, like, you know, just, just a couple feed of hours. Zach. Yeah. yeah, I love bananas. Ooh. Now the, the, the local, the convenience yeah. store has these bags of dried fruit that actually remarkably seem to be really fruit. Uh, that's you know one of the things I did a couple of years ago. I don't have you guys ever tried any of my dried stuff? No, uh-uh. I don't think so. I bought a I one of these other guys that I work with really got into drying fruit, and it was probably about the same time that I had shown a little bit of interest in it. And he's like, "Oh, look, you got to buy this dehydrator, and you got to buy this brand, and if this is really good, I was like, okay, I'll just buy it." And we started dehydrating and drying fruits left and right. And for Christmas this past year, I went and bought the most exotic, sweetest. That's the uh, honey, honey, uh, honey, honeydew apple. I forget what it is, mm. but it's the honey apple. And it's got a really, really super sweet taste. Well, mm. when you dehydrate a fruit, guess what happens? What? The flavor explodes. Yeah, because it takes all the water oh, out, but it, it leaves, leaves all, all the sugar. The sugar. <laughs> and so I gave that as a gift for everybody. Uh, one of them was the dehydrated apples. And, um, man, those were gone. Most of them, they were gone by the time they got halfway home just because they were so good. And I gave them a big container of these things, but they're wonderful to dehydrate. When it comes to dehydration, bananas work really good Mm because I like really good banana chips. Oranges? No way. No. Those taste (laughs) like poo. Yeah. Uh, Same way with uh, strawberries. Dehydrated strawberries don't taste as good as you think they would taste. No. Uh, If you've had, had, like, cereal with... Like that yeah, comes yeah. with strawberries. Yeah, like yeah. you can, they're okay, but they're just not that impressive. Yeah, they, now, this the, the stuff that comes bunch. with like peach, yeah, yeah, a peach will dry decently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so we, you know, I've got the dehydrator, and any time I'll just let's do uh let's do about twenty pounds of apples and 
Hey man, when we go to Nertacular, we'll probably I'll, drive through some places that have decent fruit. So you should just take the dehydrator. I'll do official critical hit fruit. I'll do I'll do forty about forty pounds of apples. Critical fruit for us, and I'll dehydrate those, and that'll you know go down to about six containers, so like mm-hmm. one for everybody or something. And I guarantee, you before we hit Denver, you guys will have eaten them all. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I was sponsored. And then, and then dehydrator, and then before we uh, get out of Colorado, we'll have to hit that bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> um, apples don't really do that too much to you. Dehydrating is really easy, Zach. I mean, no, it's one I, of those I things think that I start you putting weird stuff in. It. That's well, why you can I do. Respond. I mean, no, I mean, like, growing up, I mean, dehydration. We could do a whole episode on dehydration, but dehydration <laughs> methods. Top five dehydration methods. Not a top five episode. My mom had a dehydrator growing up, and she would try to make fruit leather, and it just would not work. And it was the nastiest. I mean, she tried to make grapefruit roll ups, and it was just like, blah. Yeah. not not because of anything that she did. It's just not a good way in our climate with the humidity right. to try to make fruit leather. Um, but you can use a dehydrator to make uh, beef jerky. You mm-hmm. can dehydrate all I your like stew, jerky. your stew elements, you know, all your vegetables. So you yeah. can make an instant stew. Um, fruits dehydrate wonderfully. I've got a whole book that says like a what million things. I always put a bottle of water. There you go. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you, it turns into powdered water. <laughs> oh, really? Exactly. Yeah, all you have to do is add water. Every Christmas <laughs> we actually have a, a fruit related tradition. And it's probably the fruit that I eat the most is every year I get a chocolate orange. Mm. And those are awesome. Because unlike <laughs> the regular oranges, you can just smash them on the counter and then they break into individuals. You don't have to like peel them or slice them or nothing. You can just reach in and grab a slice of the chocolate orange and you go, mmm, I eat this now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> any, any also rants? Pomegranate was almost on my list because I love Oh. Yep. Oh. Uh, Blood plum. fruit. Plums, oh. yeah, a good uh, not plums. What's the other purple one? Um, Crabs. No, it's it's related to the plum. Uh, it's in that same. It's in that same group, but uh, it's really good too. Not kumquats, no. Um, kiwi almost on my list. What else did you have in your list? Uh, I liked. I like lemons just for the oh, flavor. Yeah, I love lemons. Yeah. Lemon should have been on my list. Melons. Lemons you, are good. Uh, in like wasn't on your list, was it? It was not. Isn't that one of your favorite? Isn't that a favorite of yours? Um, no, it's something that I will defend as a decent fruit. because oh, okay. you hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think there's a melon that I like. No, cantaloupes are good. Honeydew is good. Obviously, watermelons and the, are not technically melons, but they're good. The too. thing that I hate about you know when you go to the store and you're like, oh, let me just get a mixed fruit cup. It's like one strawberry, one blueberry. One pineapple and the rest of it's cantaloupe and honeydew. And it's yeah. Just like, oh, yeah. Right that's because it's it. like that's because it's like the potato is a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and honeydew just has kind of an unpleasant undertaste. It's like and I don't know. It's when you when you're walking in a field. And and oh yeah, cantaloupe. Cantaloupe will turn. Cantaloupe will turn on you really quick. You bastard! Like it's all it's all honeydew at first, but then it's like blood orange. Have you, have you ever been around really, really sweet, sweet, sweet smelling plants? And then you get sure. to the point where there's almost that horrible undertone of rotting flesh. Yeah. That is what a, that's what a cantaloupe tastes like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Because you get that kind of that. Uh, 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 My wife buys it. I just won't eat it. Slimy. Unless it's, unless it's, yeah, when it gets slimy, that's nasty. Gross. I don't know that I've ever seen it not slimy. Just not pleasant. Gross. I'll, I'll tell you what. If you. This this will 
this will change your opinion of cantaloupe and honeydew. Buy a cantaloupe, cut it in half, mm-hmm. then like cube it, mm-hmm. throw it in a blender, like fill it like up to where the cantaloupe is with water, throw in as much sugar as you want, like um, and then hit like frappe and then drink that. No. Mm. <laughs> By the way, I think I no. think if we're talking about the same fruit, the guan, guan, guanabana, they call them soursops oh. where I come from. They're kind of that weird prickly pear looking thing. Yeah. And then they have the, yeah, there's, I don't necessarily care for those either. You know, he come as a root. Yeah. But. Yeah. There's just so, so many really great oh, fruits. I've never tried most of them. They just all sound the thing interesting. About fruit Jack, is, jackfruit is gr- good. Um, I've actually had that. Uh, what's that stink? The stink fruit, the the dupre or whatever it is. They call it an apple. No, no, no. It's like smells like a literally a rotting carcass, but the fruit inside it tastes like something that tastes smells? like car- it tastes like custard. Mm-hmm. It's really Ooh, good, like but it's really stinky. Look up but stink like fruit or 40% something. Forty like percent of taste is in the bread smell fruit. You, I don't want to do that. You know. The dur- durian oh, is what it is. Fruit. The durian. Oh, yeah. I do like currants. Yeah. You like that currant. Usually as kind of like flavoring or saucing, but currants are interesting. Anything else, Zach, you got? Uh, I like dragon fruit because I had a dragon, dragon fruit ant. vodka in Mexico. But never actually had a dragon fruit. So You're I don't not know from if it Mexico. Like He's from Mexico. No, I went there. He, other point. people are allowed to have been in Mexico. No! Oh. Not on this show. We all <laughs> Sorry. have a thing. He's from I've Mexico. actually been to Mexico, I too, do the so. shout-outs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. That wraps it up for this week's installment, or this installment. I shouldn't say this week, because we do this show every other week <laughs> this of Top 5. Thank you so much for downloading and listening. What you need to do now is head over to Majorspoilers.com in the comments section. Show your work and share your Top 5 favorite fruits. Why? Because everybody loves a list. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas for future shows, or would like to sponsor a show, send an email to podcast at Majorspoilers.com. Visit Majorspoilers at Majorspoilers.com and be sure to check out the Majorspoilers forum. You can also follow Majorspoilers on Twitter at Twitter.com slash Majorspoilers. love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 